This is the Really Tell It Like It Is program, Tuesday Night Chats, and <clears throat> we're going to talk about change, but I'm also going to talk about temperament. And um, in this, let me do something with this computer and the noise. Uh, in this, what we're going to do is um, we're going to talk about a temperament that we've not talked about before. And we're going to talk about the, uh, in inclusion, melancholy compulsive, in control, um, caloric compulsive, and in affection, melancholy compulsive. Now we're talking about, our subject tonight is going to be about change. Right now, um, myself and the ministry and my whole life is in a change. It's, um, uh, you know, we talk about wanting to be change agents, but in order to be a change agent, you have to be willing to change yourself. And so uh, right now, I am, there's changes happening in every aspect of my life. And one of the things of it is, is this, in order to change, what you have to do is to get you in a position where you are willing to do whatever is necessary within your thought realm in order to make the changes that are necessary. And I'm going to go to Romans 12 for a moment. And as we go to Romans 12, in this place with all of these Bibles, um, here it is, I'm going to go online. In Romans 12, it says, Do not be conformed, do not be fashioned, do not be... Um, uh, uh, fashioned by this world and this system but what we are to do and what we are to be is to be transformed there has to be a transformation we have to be ready for transformation we have to be willing for transformation we have to be uh, available for God to be able to do what he wants to do in and through us if we're not that then the changes that we say we want they will never happen um, I'm opening a Bible program Let's talk while I'm while this program is deciding what it's going to do. Let's talk about this temperament. Uh, this temperament is one that's really I think is the most exciting temperament that there is, and one that when it works in its weaknesses, it can be one of the most cruel uh, 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 sets of temperaments that it, that there is. Okay, if you look at this, you'll see that this particular melancholy compulsive. Uh, expresses very little towards other people and they want none. This is their social orientation in their intellect. In other words, they're not a person that will go out and party uh, unless they know who they're going out with. It's not a person that will um, that, that's really an outgoing person. They may look like it and I'll tell you why in a moment. And here it is, this person is a caloric compulsive in the area of control they want to control everything they go all the way up to a number nine but the control that they want over their lives is a number one okay so and then in the area of affection they are not the most affectionate person in the world as far as marriage or all of that goes and they don't want a whole lot of affection what they want is someone in their life for purpose these are purpose, uh, destiny-driven people. And so it, it, uh, their love is one that is very interesting. They can love very deeply, but the thing of it is is that their expression of it goes in, what can I do for you? 
Uh, I'll purchase you anything you want. I'll do all of these things. But if you're a person like a sanguine or someone like that that needs all of this affection, needs all of these touching, needs all of these things, he or she that, that has this type of a temperament is not the person for you because they're task-oriented. They want to do tasks. Uh, I mean, you, <laughs> you can be a task in their life, and and they're very they're very comfortable with that you know uh uh and they're they're but if they see a reason for change they're willing to change i'm, I'm going to romans right now if they see a reason for change then they will do it and um uh the 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 situation is is that when you get people like this in your life, you have to understand what it is that uh, uh, is necessary. Now, these are people that are sold, that can be sold out to God. And anything and anybody that gets in the way of what it is that they're to do with God, those people are expendable, okay? We're talking about focus. We're talking about uh, change. We're talking about that ability. Now, this particular group of temperament, this person, this temperament can change no matter what. I don't care what the situation is. If they're, um, if, as they're working in their strengths, if God tells them to change on a dime, to change a whole thing, to give up everything, this person, this, this temperament will do it. Let's see how... And why uh, this is important, and we all have to have to, uh, you know, make decisions as to whether we're going to walk in the fullness of God or whether we're going to do things our own way. And here it is. He says, "I beseech you, therefore, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and do not be conformed." And this word, do not be fashioned according to, do not have the pattern or the thoughts or the words of this world, of the, of the church or anything else. <clears throat> this is where we are to have our lives fixed on God. It, this, this looking at this, do not be like them. Do not be alike them. Do not have anything in common with them. It's the Adamic nature. I'm not even talking about, uh, uh, because the Adamic nature is really the demonic nature. It's the nature that is outside of God. It's the nature of being tricked. It's the nature of following the ears and following the pattern of the adversary. It's the nature of doing what it is that you want to do to make you feel good. This is the nature that God is telling us in here uh, that we cannot be conformed to. The word is susisco. Sus, uh, sus it looks like um, S-U-S-C-H-E-M-A-T-I-Z-O. And uh, it has, it, it has, um, it has very interesting connotations in it because what it's telling you is this, it is so important that we do not uh, operate like this, like this, uh, um, like this world, like this system. We're only talking about systems now. Here it is. If you cannot obey and change and have control over your life and the small things, you will never accomplish the things that you want to do in the big things. Okay? Um, here it is. You, 
you can't you choose not to and it's all about a choice when someone tells me I just can't do that I just can't I can't be like you it's not about being like me it's about being like the the, the person that God made you to be within every person he's given strengths within every person he has given the will and he's given uh, the ability to make a to make a choice the demoniac in the Bible no matter how many demons he had in him remember the one that had all those legions in him here's this demoniac but he made the choice to run to Jesus and to fall on his knees before him all of those demons all the demons in hell cannot keep a person from accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and uh, and and Savior also but as Lord in their life well when you accept Jesus as Lord in your life you're saying God I'm willing to make whatever changes you want me to make the ability to make those changes were also placed in you at the time that he uh, that that he gave you the faith in order to uh, accept him as Lord of your life. If he didn't, he would be unfair, and that's not who he is. This is why he could say, "And do not, do not, be not conformed." This is not uh, a suggestion. This is not something that he's asking you. He's saying, do not. That sounds like to me that that's an order. Why can God do that? How and why can God give me an order? Because I accepted him as Lord of my life. That means that my life no longer belongs to me. You see, I believe that this is one of the reasons why he's telling us, do not be conformed to this world. Because being conformed to this world, being like this world, means I do what I want to do when I want to do it. Well, how can you be faithful to God and do what you want to do when you want to do it? I see many people that say that they're born again. Many people that say, Jesus is, uh, I'm saved and Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Well, they don't understand what Lordship is. God has made it within all five of the temperament, all five of the temperament traits, and as we walk, as we choose to walk in the strengths of who it is that he has made us, that we can always make the choice for him, that we can always make the choice to obey, that we can always make the choice to agree with him. And obedience is nothing more than agreeing with God and then walking it out. And it takes the faith of God in order to do it. He says, I am the originator of your faith and I am the finisher of your faith. So if you choose to agree with me then since God is always at work then God is the one that will work for your will to do what it is that that he wants you to do it's it's you know when I'm in the Word of God and the Word of God is operating in me the things that I desire are the things that I read in the Word of God Okay, many people say, a lot of people say, well, I have a relationship with Holy Spirit. Uh, okay, but you don't know his, you don't know the word of God. So how are you going to have this deep relationship with the Holy Spirit? You're not going to have a deep relationship with the Holy Spirit if you don't know the word of the Spirit. See, the word and the Spirit are one. He says this. He's begging. This beseech word is a powerful word in itself. It's saying, I call you near. I call you 
uh, I invite you, I invoke you, I beseech you, I comfort you, I entreat you, I pray that you, that you therefore by the mercies of God, and then here it is, it's saying by the power, by the mercies, by the, by, by the God, by the agreement of God, that you are able to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. In other words, I present this body for you to use it any way that you choose. I will not be conformed. I will not let the adversary use my body. I will not let him use my mouth. I will not let him use my eyes. I will not let this world use what God has given me. See, this is what it takes to change. It takes the will. My daughter taught something today in one of our love and unity things. And she was talking about Isaiah 119. The willing and the obedient will, release, will, will eat the good of the land. Well, what does that mean? The, the willing and the obedient will walk with God the way he wants them to. And we will walk right into that path of the abundance. The abundance of health. The abundance of, of, of prosperity. The abundance abundance of riches, the abundance of family being healed and whole, the abundance of all these things. You may have to go through a whole lot in order to get there. But if we obey him, if we choose that I give you my will, just as Jesus did in the garden of Gethsemane, he says, not my will. Father, if there's any way to take this cup away from me, if there's any way, God, to have me be at 155 pounds without, and I can still eat all the things that I want to, please let this happen. Because I mean, I'm a gourmet chef and I, I enjoy cooking. I enjoy tasting and eating. I enjoy sweets. I enjoy all kinds of meat. I meats. I enjoy all of these things that I can cook. But Father, if there's any way that I can eat all this stuff and still be 155 pounds, please let it be. But nevertheless, not my will, but let yours be done in my life. So I will not eat all of this. I thank you that my appetite is for you. So then what do I do? I go to the word and let the word be my comfort. I go to the word and I recognize that it's not just a passive thing, but I have to eat this. And I mean, you know, where do you get that from in the scriptures? Remember when Jesus was at the well with the woman, the Samaritan woman, and they came and they said, have, uh, you need something to eat. And he says, I have had food that you know not of. Okay, my meat, my food is to do the will of the Father who is in heaven. And this is what it is that I, this is what it is that I'm learning. Am I there all the time, all the way? No, but when I get into this word, when I allow the word to get into me, when I start to realize something, okay, I'm going to bust myself on something. I had, um, I've been, gosh, I've been craving definitely not pregnant okay uh, or anything like that but I've been craving all kinds of crazy stuff all kinds of sweet things and then oh I know I'll make this oh I know oh I'll do this and I'll do this and I'll do this out of this and we had this great barbecue last week here at uh at my home and a lot of people showed up I cooked a whole lot of stuff and other people did too I did mainly the meats I didn't do the rest of the things but at any rate that was fun 
it was a great thing for me because I didn't eat that much. Uh, uh, but after that, oh my gosh, I wanted this pie and this and this cheesecake and this thing and this thing and this thing. And then I had been on this sugar run. And I'm thinking, what in the world is wrong with me? And I'm thinking, okay, all of these changes that are taking place in our lives, in my life, is causing me to focus on something other, but it's not really, uh, it's conforming to the way that the world sees things. What it's doing is having it be, as people talk about comfort food. Well, it ain't comfort because what happens is it gets in your system and it cries for more. It's just like, it's like an addiction. So I call my daughter and I said, look, I want to go on a three-day fast, a three-day uh, uh, um, denial and having one meal uh, a day that is consistent of protein and vegetables and that's it. And I asked her, I said, will you go on it with me? So she said, yes. And she says, when do you want to start? She thought I was going to say today, you know, like, when do you want the frogs gone? And I said, Wednesday. <laughs> okay. And so it's like uh, Wednesday because I got all these things that I want to eat between now and then, which is foolish. Okay. Uh, but my stomach wouldn't allow me to eat all those things that I wanted to eat anyway, so I could have started today. I, you know, I only called her on Monday. But what happened is this. I will not allow anything to overtake me. So what it is that I have to do in this, and because of my temperament trait, uh, traits, because of who it is I am, and inclusion, and in control, and all of these things, I have to pull up that part of me that says, you got to put you under restraint. Now, listen to me. If I was not attuned to God, I would not even be aware that I needed to step back because something was controlling and something was in the way. I could say, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. And I could have put it to a natural type of a thing, but it's a spirit thing. And it's something that he needs me to shut parts of me down so that he can talk to me so that I am not conforming to the way that the world does things. The, uh, I am not conforming to gluttony. I am not conforming to overeating, which is nothing more than gluttony. I am not conforming to anything that I have done in the past because when I came into him, I became a new creation. Old things, old habits have passed away and all things become new. So I don't know what happened, what resurrected that dead person, but evidently something in me was not taken care of. So therefore, I got to cut the head off of this thing. What is it that was driving me to be self-destructive? I have to find out what that is and cut it off. And here is what I'm saying to you. As I said, we're in the process of making a lot of changes in our ministry. Uh, we're moving from our building that we had been in for 12 years. And it was a 10,000 square foot building. And what it was, I knew that God said, it's time for you to leave this place. So immediately, see, I mean, he tells me to do something. It's immediate. Immediately, we gave our notice. 
by November 1st, we'll have everything out. It's, it's a lot of work to move stuff out 10,000 square feet. But at any rate, we're moving all of these things out. Then what are you doing now, next, Dr. Baker? Well, for right now, what we're having is a home church, a home, a home and um, Wi-Fi or whatever it is you call it, online, on, online ministry. And we're going to reach, we will reach a lot of people. We will do whatever it is, but we're going to do this. And one of the things that's going to happen is going to be that those that are with us, what we're going to do is get, uh, uh, have this close relationship. We're going to build intimacy. Intimacy is going to come in because we're going to have time for one another. We're going to eat together. Uh, we're, we're going to uh, eat the word together. We're going to eat food together. We're going to fellowship together. We're going to allow it so that all of these people, all of these leaders, we're going to release leaders so that when we come out of this house uh, church congregation, what's going to happen is leaders are going to go into all of these different places. We're going to find out what God is saying for each and every one of them. So it's an important thing. It's a step up. I do not see it. I do not see it as a demotion. I do not see it as a loss. Uh, it was not that we couldn't afford the building. It was not any of those things. But God said, God said, it's time for you to move. It is time for you to get out of here. It is time. And so why would I wait one moment longer? I would not wait one moment longer. Immediately. We're leaving with joy. He had supplied everything that was necessary with that. He had, he had done everything over all of these years. <clears throat> he has been faithful. And our choice is to be faithful to what it is that he says is the thing that's necessary in order to do what needs to be done. And I know that many things will come out of this. I mean, even this, 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 uh, virus, this, uh, this plague that has hit the world. Uh, this plague is not going to cause the body of Christ or the mind of God or the people of God to back up in any way. All it's doing is causing us to come forth in different ways. I don't believe that we're leaving where we're leaving because of a pandemic. Uh, I mean, because of a plague, because of any of these things, I believe that we would have left anyway because our time was up. So I can't put it on that. I don't need to understand why. I do not need to understand, God, why are you doing this? God, why is this? Why is this? He's God. I'm not. And so I will not be conformed to this world. I will not be conformed to questioning God. But my thing is, is that I am being transformed. I am, I am being transfigured, transformed. I am being metamorphosed. I am being, uh, um, I am being tra uh, uh, translated. I'm learning translation. He is going to, he is translating me out of the world system into his system and allowing it to be where God is able to do in me, with me, and through me what he wants to do. Now just think about that. That takes a change of mind. It takes, uh, it takes the mind of Christ. It takes the thinking of Christ. It takes the, it takes the intellect of Christ. It takes the divine nature 
of God to operate in this human form. It takes the thoughts and the feelings and the will and the implement, uh, uh, implementation of what it is that God desires to do. It takes the understanding of the fact that I am not my own, that I have been bought with a price and that price is the precious blood of Jesus. And it's whatever it is that he wants to do in and through me. I am willing for it. Now remember, this is a live thing. So if you have a question, please feel free to write your question in and we will answer it. Because this program is not because I ain't got nothing else to do. I guarantee you that. Uh, it's Tuesday night. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that I can do. I can, uh, you know, I can do a lot. But I choose to be here with you. Um, and why do, why do we want to do that? It's so that we can prove. See, it needs proof. The word of God says, I prove myself. So the changes I allow, uh, the, the changes it, it, to prove it, to examine it, to examine the fact that when I am not conformed to this world, but I am conformed to the word of God, to the kingdom of God, having the kingdom system and the kingdom government working in and through me, that it proves that God is... Uh, manifesting the way he wants to manifest in the earth. It does not matter what I feel. It does not matter what I think. It does not matter. It's just like God says, I love all of you. Good, bad, ugly has nothing to do with how good you are. That's another thing I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about it's time that people start to change their mind about God. Uh, well, you know, I did this and this and this, and I hope God loves me. It's just like uh, Leah. Uh, Leah and Rachel were married to Jacob. And here it is. She says, well, I had this one, so now my husband will love me. I had this child, so now my husband will love me. I did this, so maybe he will love me. And, and uh, uh, you know, all of this kind of thing. He is not saying, you don't need to work for the love of God. God says, I love you with an everlasting love. He loves those that are bound for hell. He loves those that are choosing to go to hell. He loves the obedient, the disobedient. He loves us all, but love is one thing. He loves us. He loves us enough for us to make our own choices. He loves us enough to speak to us and tell us what it is that he desires. Now, here's the part. If we're not willing to change and to be transformed and to be conformed into the image and into the obedience of what it is to agree with God, uh, which that's all obedience is. I agree with God, so I'll walk in that action. I agree with what the Word of God says. I will not worry. She, my, my daughter taught on uh, take no thought uh, today. So it's like, I will not worry. God says, don't worry about anything. Okay, I choose not to worry. So therefore, I'm in agreement with God. And so then what happens? The power of Holy Spirit comes in and he helps you to walk in that place of peace. He says, work to come into this place of rest. What is this place of rest? To believe that the faith of God is working in and through me. So then I have nothing to fear. He says, fear not. I have not given you a spirit of fear. I've given you a spirit of power. I've given you a spirit of love. I've given you the spirit of a sound mind. This is a part of the spirit of the fear of the Lord. 
When we walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, we cannot fear anything else. And that spirit commands, it commands the wealth. It commands the health. It commands the prosperity. It commands. It, it is a place where no matter what people say about you, no matter how they, 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 uh, they ridicule you, no matter how they attack your, your uh, integrity or whatever it is, it does not matter. Why is that? The spirit of the fear of the Lord says, my clear conscience with God is my only defense. Why is that? Because God knows the truth. No man on earth knows the truth. God knows my, God knows my heart. My heart, our heart, your heart is filthy. It's, 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 it's ugly. It's dirty. It's all of that. He says that. He says it's corrupt, but only God can change it. And because only he can change it, it only gets changed and 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 becomes um, and becomes fleshy with him that the 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 ability for him to be able to massage it. It only happens when we choose to obey him, when we choose to think like God, and that can only happen when we choose his mind. He says, I've given you the mind of Christ. Let that mind be in you. What does that have to do with this Romans 12? If the mind of Messiah is not in us, then what we're not going to do is we're not going to be able to prove what is good, what is what uh, uh, what is well, what is good, what is, is, is pleasing to God. And uh, uh, for us to really think about God the way God wants us to think about him. It says right here, according as God has dealt every person the measure, the measure of faith in order to do what it is that he is talking about doing. He has given us all the metron. He has given us all the, the measure. He has given us the measure and uh, every man the measure of faith in order for us to be able to connect our faith, that pistos, to be able to connect that faith with him and say, okay, Lord, I've gone as far as this natural faith can take me. Now what I need is you. You are the author of it. You are the finisher of it. You are the one that put it in place. You are the one that knows what it is that I'm to do. You are the one that makes the changes in me. And he says this. This is really great. He says, so I'm going to read the whole thing now. For I say, through the grace, give it, oh, let, let me do this. And be not conformed. He's already told you to present your body, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Okay, and that word holy is hagos. It means physically pure, morally blameless, uh, ceremony, consecrated. Here it is. I present my body consecrated to him, uh, holy and acceptable. It's well-pleasing. How do I know if it's well-pleasing? When I'm in agreement with God, when I'm in agreement with his word, not in a religious sense, but in a, uh, um, in a sense, I do this because I, uh, you love me and I love you. I do this. I don't do it because uh, it's an order, my love, my sacrifice. This is something that's just reasonable for me. 
I give you this body. Now listen to this. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. I accepted you as Lord of my life. Now we pray a lot of times, God, I want to be closer to you. God, I want to, I, I, I mean, you know, Lord, come down. Open up the heavens, rim the heavens and come down. He says they've already been rimmed. I've already come down. How much closer can you get to me than me living on the inside of you and you having my mind? And you be in the righteousness of God in who you are in Christ Jesus. Okay. How much closer can you get to me? How much closer can I get to you? There is an answer to that. And that is when I walk in agreement and obedience to what it is that you have said. The distance comes when we're not willing to change, when we want God to change. I was on this program a long time ago. It's called Way Down. I had a number of people that were on this program. And one of the most powerful things, this is what changed my life and then I didn't need Way Down anymore. She says, what you want, what people want, is for the food to behave. They want low fat, no fat. They want all of these things so that they can eat more because they don't want the change. They want the food to obey. They don't want to obey. I drink full, I drink uh, vitamin D, full milk. I drink half and half. I drink heavy cream. I drink, I mean, I like milk, you know. Yes, I'm still drinking milk. Uh, I don't buy anything low fat. I don't buy anything diet. I just don't do it. But what happens is this, it's the controller on the inside of me that says you've had enough. And when that happens, then I say, I've had enough. I don't need any more. I'm not trying to fill my life from the outside in, okay? This is what he's saying here. What happens is this, if you want that more intimate relationship, then you're going to have to realize where I am, and you're going to have to realize where you are. You are seated in me. Now listen to this. I'm talking about spiritually and physically. I am seated in him in heavenly places. I'm seated in Christ, in Christ, okay? So I am surrounded by him in that spirit realm. And on earth, he is in me. You see, he says, if you are in me, and then my word, who is the spirit of the living God, is in you, is operating in you, then you can speak what he gives you to speak, and it will be done by the Father who is in heaven. Understand that. We have, we, and it's because we have presented this body in order for him to live in and through this body. We have presented this body as a living sacrifice. A sacrifice. It's not something that, that we just say, oh, I present this body. I give it to him as an act of, uh, uh, um, uh, I, I, I let you do what, I, what you want to do with this body. It, it's like, I, 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 you know what? I lose the control of this. So now I'm willing for you 
to help me to make the changes that are necessary. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah. I worship you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. This is what is acceptable to God. This is what's holy unto God. This is what it is. And he has given each and every one of us a temperament and an ability to be able to do this. Nothing and nobody can stop you but you. Nobody, not your wife, not your husband, not your daughter, not your son, not your mother, not your father. Nobody, nobody can do that. It's only you. This is what it is. It's between you and God. Why? Because it's an inside job. He says, I live on the inside and I'm making the changes on the inside that will come out. And what happens is this. He says, what I want you to do is I want you to transverse with me. I want you to transverse in the spirit with me. I want you to do everything that I have done. See, everything that Jesus did in the earth, and that includes going through walls. That includes uh, uh, walking in full health. That includes walking down the street and people seeing him in you that is so powerful that the demons say, why are you bothering us before our time? He wants us to be so close with him and being in the rhythm and, 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 and the frequency with him that supernatural things happen, that we can go into one place and another, that age, that he renews the youth as the eagle, that it's not about getting old, that it's about getting younger and younger every day. He told me something. He says, the older you get, if you obey me, the older you get, the younger I'll make you look and feel. And I at you know, here it is. He has promised these things. And I'm, and in this realm of obedience, in this thing of obedience, I mean, we have worked, I worked all last week down moving stuff and whatever. Yesterday, here it is. We cleaned out one storage and did another one. All of these different things. And my strength is re is being renewed and be being renewed and being renewed. Why? Because I have the mind of Christ. Because I'm thinking like him. I am not conformed to this world that says when you're over 70, when you're over 75, when you're over 60, when you get this age, arthritis has to come in. This has to happen and that has to happen. No, 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 no. He says, do not be conformed to this, but be transformed formed by the renewing of your mind, by the allowance of the mind of Christ being in you so that now you really expect the supernatural and the supernatural becomes a natural part of who it is that you are. Why is it? Why is it that I cannot, why is it that we choose not to believe that God says that we can go into the spirit realm and that we can allow him to work in us in such a way that we're creating things that, that, that need to be in the earth. It's not just making over things. It's not just doing what other people do. It is supposed to be that here we are supposed to be leaders. These ideas are, are, are imagination 
is supposed to be so great and it's sanctified imagination that here it is we're supposed to be able to do the things that wow okay all right lord i see that so let's manifest it let me work with you show me what to do i mean uh 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 uh, uh george washington carver did it god what do you do there einstein did it uh what do you do there they talked with him and they were able to 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 do things but he says this I want to do in this day, in this time. I want you to surpass that. That's old. That is old. It it just lets you know that this thing happened. I don't want you to look back at what the apostles did and said, I want to do what they did. No, greater things than these I want to do. If you can ask for it, if you can think it, I want to surpass that. I want to I want you to tap into the fact of where you're seated and how you're seated in me and how my mind is in you but this takes not being conformed to this world and that's where I'm headed that's where I'm headed and I'm saying come go with me come go with me uh you know i'm looking for people i mean god is looking for people and the god inside of me is looking for people that will not put limitations on anything that he wants to do that will not put limitations on how it is that we're to operate that will not put limitations that's willing to change into the image that he wants us to be changing into that image he says in the book of Bereshit, in the book of genesis the book of the beginnings he says let us make man and let us make them in our image and after our likeness well if he made me in his image then i'm supposed to mirror him that's the image of god in me the image of god is in me and i am in him and so therefore i am like him so what does that mean that means that i can do what he does he said so that's what he said i'm not making this up this is what god says he says i made you now just check this out i mean it, it's really interesting here's my daughter my 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 um my firstborn my my baby daughter uh any rate here it is she is ministering and doing things that are just i mean just spectacular do you think that i'm gonna get jealous behind the fact that she uses words like this big words she uses she does all of these things and she gets into the depths of things she goes into the 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 nooks and crannies no what i'm doing is my part is to help prune her she don't like it all the time. Uh, sometimes I correct and I let her know where she's she's going to hurt herself in, in something. And she don't like it. I can tell she gets that, mm. I mean, you know, get a little attitude. But it really doesn't bother me. Why is that? Because I want her to surpass anything that I have ever done. Uh, God said the same thing. Where did I get that? I got that after his likeness in his image. He said, Jesus said, he says, greater works than these I want you to do. Why? Because I go to my father. Greater works than anything I've ever done. I want my daughter to do it. I want my granddaughter to do it. I want my sons and my grandsons and, and all of those that I, 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 uh, I, I father or I mother. I want them to do that because what happens is this then that pushes me to do even greater things to challenge them to come on up a little bit higher to come on up but if i'm not willing to change 
if I'm not willing to allow my imagination, if I decide to conform to the world and say, you know what, it's time for me to retire. It's time to give it over to a new generation. Are you out of your ever-loving mind? Are you out? I want to work with them. I want my mind to expand. I want to go into new territories. I want to go into new planets. I want to go into new places. I want to release things that have not been released in this earth. It is time for us to quit turning over old things. Oh my God. God says, I want to do a new thing. I want to do a thing that has not been done in the earth. And what we do is go and say, okay, God, here it is. Can you revive this? Here it is. Can you revive what Catherine Coleman did? Can you do this? Can you revive what, what uh, 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 Azusa Street did? I don't want to go back to Azusa. I don't want to go back to Catherine Coleman. I don't want to go back to any of those things. Why is that? It's going backwards. Forgetting those things which are behind, I press towards the mark of the high call in Christ Jesus. My God, my God, my God. Tomorrow, why am I going to worry about tomorrow or yesterday? When I came into him, I became into a new creation. Old things were passed away. No more of that Adamic nature. No more of that conforming to this world. Here it is. I want to do the acceptable and perfect will of God. Telios, I, this is what I want to do. I want to do the completeness. I want to do that one of a full age. I want to be that mature. I want to be that, 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 that walk as that weos. Walk as that full mature person as it says in James. I want, I want to be, and I'm walking in much of this now. I want to be that no matter what you say to me, I will not be offended. I will get on my face and pray for you. No matter what you accuse me of, I can get on my face before God. God bless them. I want to be where it has no corrupt communication out of my mouth. On my way down the hill to help move on Sunday. I had to call my daughter and say, I find no fault in you. I find no fault in you. Why? Because I had complained about her. I had thought about this and complained in my mind. Do you understand? Well, she could do this better. She could do this and she could do this. And then I had thought it about other people and I'm saying, what is wrong with you? Are you out of your rabbit behind mine? Here it is. You're going down to do something and then here it is. You decide that you want to do this. That is conforming to the world. Mm -mm. I ain't doing that. The prayer we prayed. Let no corrupt communication come out of our mouths. Bring everything to God in prayer. That's where it is that I'm walking. I'm not going in these other directions. It's not happening with me. You understand? I, if I need to repent, I repent. What does it mean? I change the way I think. My repentance ain't got nothing to do with, oh God, I did all these bad things. Forgive me. He has already forgiven me. What I is, what it is, is this. God, I repent. I, I do not think like the world in this. The only thing, hear me, please hear me. What repentance is, is a change of mind. 
a change of emotion and a change of attitude. I'm a doctor in psychology and I let you know when you change your mind, you come out of your depression. When you change your mind, you come out of your self-pity. When you change your mind, you come out of your victim mentality. When you change your mind, you come out of your orphan spirit. When you change your mind, you come out of so many things. But the thing of it is, is this, so many times what has happened, you have said the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And what you have done is that you have made roads in your mind that you don't want to change. You keep speaking it the same way and then someone corrects you and you don't like it. It's because I don't want to change. I like the way it is. I like being miserable. I like having these problems and I like telling people about it because I like the way people treat victims. God is saying, no, if you will, if you will walk in what it is that I have, you'll like being victorious. <laughs> you will, you will like completing. You will like and enjoy. Do we have any questions that have come up yet? <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Do you have any? Okay. Uh, all right, here's that, here's that perfect will of God. And when we start looking at the will, that perfect determination. So my determination, my will is my determination. I determine, I purpose, I decree, I, I, it is in my volition. I desire, I have pleasure. I, uh, uh, it now it's my inclination to obey God, to obey him in my food, to obey him in my relationships, to obey him in my thoughts, to obey him in everything, which means again, to agree with what it is that he has said, to agree with the word of God. So what I, what I do is this, is that I, I, I know that I must walk in this thing, that I must renew my mind. And so he says, do not be conformed to this world. Do not be conformed to the way that the world thinks. Do not be uh, uh, conformed to this age. Do not be conformed to this, uh, uh, how it is that this, 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 uh, temporary place do not be conformed to the way that your Adamic nature, to the way that our, our old nature, our old feelings, don't be conformed to your feelings. Don't be conformed to your greed. Don't be conformed to your hurt. Don't be conformed to your victimship. Don't be conformed to that. Here it is, whether you're uh, whatever nationality you are, because we're all one race. I, I believe that, that there is no such thing as racism. There is bigotry and prejudice because we're all one race, because race means the origin of that. The etymology of that is uh, where we, we came from. We all came from one man, one woman, if you believe in creation. So uh, it, it's one it's one race. But there are many different nationalities, many different nations, and there can be bigotry and prejudice. Well, it really doesn't matter. Do you really think that I care if you like me or if you, if you have uh, ought against me because of, because of who I am, because of what you think I've done, because of whatever the color is, because of my past, because of anything? It does not matter. Why is that? Because God already told me. He says, if you follow me, 
people will hate you. If you follow me, if you do what I want you to do, if you agree, you're going to be walking in a direction that is that 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 is not like everyone else. You're not going to be conformed to the way that other people think. So it's impossible for me to hate except what God hates. It's impossible for me not to love you. It's impossible. Why is that? Because of my will. I have submitted my will to him. So what that means is this. I don't stand over you as God. I can't tell you what your Christian walk is supposed to be. I can't tell you how you are supposed to be. I can't compare you with my feelings and my emotions. Can't do it. Why is that? It's because if I do this, that I'm I'm walking outside of Him. I can't judge. I can judge things, but I don't judge people. You understand? Because you know, nobody knows the mind of a man except the spirit of the man. You can live with a man, or we can live with a woman. You can live with a person, and you don't even know what they're plotting. I'm I, I'm in the field of psychology. I can't tell you how many people that I have known that here it is they're talking to their mates and uh, talking here it is they're 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 they think everything is great in their life everything is great their mate walks out I don't know what happened I don't know what happened or they get a phone call I'm leaving you when you get back today I'll be gone or I've changed the locks don't come back here well, what did I do? What did I do? I thought we were getting along well. That's your problem. You were living in your mind. See, here it is. All of these things happen. Why is that? Because we don't walk with the mind of Christ. We're conformed to this world. And when we're conformed to this world, we live by feelings and emotions. It's time to change. The Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the fear of the Lord wants to operate in you. He wants you to honor him. He wants you to love him with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. He wants you, my, my favorite scriptures, I don't preach anything else except the kingdom of God, is to trust in him with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. When you don't lean to your own understanding, what you do is lean to the mind of Christ. See, but in all of your ways, acknowledge God. What do I do? I agree with God. In all of my ways, I agree with God, obey God, do what God says, and He will direct my path. I cannot be wise in my own eyes, but I gotta trust Him. Why is that? Because I made the choice. I made the choice to change God's. I no longer serve the devil. I no longer serve myself. Now, I serve the Almighty God because Jesus shed his blood for me. He went to the cross. He did it. I was in him when he did it. I was raised with him. And now I'm going to live like him. So uh, he, he gave you everything that you need in order to agree, walk with, and live a successful life according to the word of God, not according to the world. To be not conformed 
I don't look at the size of things. I don't look at the things that people have or don't have to say that's successful. I don't look at people and say, oh my gosh, they're brilliant. Why are they brilliant? Oh my gosh, have you heard them? They're so intellectual according to the world. But is God saying this? <laughs> I mean, because they can exegete, because they can speak, because they can do these things, because they can write, they're prolific writers, they're prolific, all of these things. This is a genius according to man. God says, I take the foolish things of the world and I confound the wise. I bring down, I, I abase those things that you think are so high. We look at so many people in this world and we think that they are so, that they have all of these things, that they are so brilliant. But God says, foolish, stupid. So I look at what it is that he says. And that's the way I'm going to roll. I thank you so much. This is more. This is Dr. Baker with More Than Enough Ministries. Our website is www.mteminc.org. If you desire to give into this, also, uh, I have a program on HSBN TV, and also Love and Unity. And so check us out. Check out Love and Unity. Check out all of those different things. Uh, my daughter, Pastor Lonzine, has a program, Kingdom uh, Talk, Kingdom 101 and Kingdom Talk, uh, on Wednesday night. She's powerful, uh, you know, if I have to say so myself, uh, and I do. <laughs> uh, you know, she she's um, uh, you know she's one of those those people that speak with them big words. So if you like big word things, you can tune in on her tomorrow night. I do little words anyway because I like to do little words anyway uh, this is as I said this is Apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker and uh, you can go online and you can find out more about us and you know we have Sunday services that start at 11 o'clock and uh, they're going to be different people talking and 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 all and you can join us because we want to hear from you too. We're going to do this on Zoom. So, uh, you know, uh, let us know. Our phone number is 408-945-4439. Someone will be getting back to you if you call us or go online or whatever it is. At any rate, thank you for allowing me to be in your home tonight. And I will see you next time when I'm here to tell it, to really tell it like it is. Bye-bye.